Man, it's been a long time. I talked to Holiday in July. It's almost December. You know, I, I wanted to do start doing these face-to-face, but logistically it doesn't look like it's going to w- work out. Sometimes life's a little too hectic. Schedules are a little too hectic. Can't link up with people at the right time. Got a chance to, to get a, take a phone call from a guy, Shane Leeper. Virginia dude, turns out. I built a spine one time with my buddy Trey Hinton at Shane's local park. I rode it one day. Trey knocked his front six teeth out. I never went back. The Leaper bros and all the local guys there ripped that spine up for years. You never know the effect your work could have on someone else. So if you ever get an opportunity to do something that could possibly help others, you know, go dig at the trails. Go build a jump. You know, volunteer at a park. Clean up around the skate park. Something. Because you never know what that little act will do for someone else down the road. And no matter how small or how big. I Like I said, I, I spent a weekend with some friends, had a great-ass time, and I've been talking about that story for 20 years. And, uh... The fact that I got to hear some stories about how that ramp affected some dudes, this was a really cool conversation. So kick back, crank it up, and enjoy this conversation I had with Shane Leeper. Okay, dudes, let's walk this sucker. Jane Leeper, and I'm originally from Fredericksburg, Virginia, and uh, I lived there all the way up till about 24, and then me and Dylan, and you know, Dylan was a little bit behind me, but we moved down here in like, I can't even remember the year anymore, it was like 2006-ish, maybe. And you're in Richmond now, right? Yeah, I moved down to Richmond just to like, I originally moved down here because, uh, my girlfriend at the time was going to VCU and uh, I was like, the, you know, I'm trying to come down to Richmond and shit's happening down there. And like totally just the bike scene happened to pop off like almost probably well before I was there, obviously, because everyone was riding. But it just like everyone was riding down here then. It was like great. Yeah, there was always so. a, there was always like a scene in Richmond that was kind of under the radar. I feel like like Rob Tibbs is from down there. And everybody knew yeah. about him, but he was like, there was all these rippers that lived down there that no one really ever heard of for some reason. Dude, and that that's kind of like, I had been coming down to Richmond probably since I was like 16, 17. And uh, I ended up like riding with Latine, Neil, maybe randomly, separately. Yeah. And I got their numbers and I would always hit them up every time I come down here and like, I would like, call Latine's house to see if he was going to be out riding and his dad would be like, Oh man, he's at swim practice today. I'll tell him you call. And I was like, all right, tell him I'm coming down tomorrow and I'm going to be here at this time. And if he wants to get up, like come out or whatever, you know, we didn't have cell phones yeah, yeah. at that time. Yep. And I'd meet up with Neil too. And uh, Neil would also come to Fredericksburg sometimes as well. So 
I was like already familiar with everyone kind of, you know, originally from here yeah. and then everyone moved there and just made it so much better. Yeah. It's Richmond's definitely a cool town. Like I have a couple car friends that live down there and I used to go down there a lot and hang out and do car shows and hood rat shit. I never, I never really rode down there all that much. I don't think. Yeah. Like just like, I like to do a lot of street style stuff and we would always just, we ride everything down here and it had so much. And we already blew Fredericksburg out. We were like getting kicked out of spots left and right. And like, it's an older, at the time, it was like pretty small in comparison. Oh, it's still, it well, it's still kind of small in comparison to Richmond. <laughs> yeah, but like, so the last 10 years, dude, I shit you not, it's turned into like the biggest strip mall central you've ever seen. So like, that's uh-huh. one another one of the reasons I wanted to do it because. It was like just turning into this like weird suburb of DC that it was that felt weird and yeah. not not you know just like a faster style like it was becoming know, it was becoming the rest of Northern Virginia. It really was, and I was like, man, like even though Richmond's a city, it's not. It didn't feel like quite as quite the city <laughs> right. you would think. So I'm like, fuck it, this is me, you know, but well, I'm moving. We would come down from Baltimore and be like, this is this is like being in Baltimore, but safe. <laughs> it is. Um, in comparison, we got some real shady shit going on all the time. Oh, I'm man. sure, in our, yeah. And, like, it's crazy because, like, our news won't even pick up on all. I, I feel like they do a good job hiding it. <laughs> well, like. Crandall just dipped out of where he was staying because someone got killed outside the bus while he was there. What? And, like, yeah, because, like, so, like, I live in this neighborhood off a of whole street, and there's part of it that's real bad, and, like, Crust Bikes is, has a shop there, and he has, he has this camp out in the back where the bus is. He has it all set up, you know, like, Crandall style. Yeah. And it's just really, really rough right there, and, like, it, it just like he was constantly getting into shit, I guess. And so he's like, fuck it, I'm out, you know? And I don't even know full details of where he's at or all, any of that really was like, is he still in the Richmond area? Oh yeah. He's, he, I think he's definitely staying with one of, you know, a friend or so here okay. in Richmond. I just don't know exactly who, cause I wasn't like trying to, you know, he might be shacked up with a lady or something and I'm right. crying and wouldn't even know it. So I don't usually kind of, <laughs> But he's somewhere safe, and that's all I care, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's wild. That dude's always into some wild shit. Always. Whether always. he wants to be or not. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Like, he, he'll bring you with it, with you, you know. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm getting in trouble. You're here. You're with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I respect that. I like that. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So uh, when you started riding, was that skate park in Fredericksburg already there? Oh, no. Um, so when, when I first started riding, we had a skateboard park out in, like, uh, it was probably like 15 miles out, you know, 17 Curtis Skate Park. That was, like, it. I have like heard of that. They have a big vert probably, ramp there? They had a vert wall there, but, like, it was kind of, like, back in the country cut a little bit. Okay. And bikes weren't even allowed there. And, um we would show up with like our skateboards and our bikes. Cause like, you know, I always rode with skaters and bikers and me and Dylan both always with skateboards. So we would like kind of like 
figure out the rounds that the guys would make at the park, and we would like be like, all right, we got about like twenty more minutes before he rolls through. We'll we'll ride our bike here, and the locals didn't care, you know. Yeah, like, it's cool. It, it, like we all kind of grew up together or whatever. It was like then we'd skateboard when the guy rolled by, and then he caught us a few times, kicked us out. Then he quit kicking us out and straight calling the cops. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, like, trying to level with the cops, you know? I'm like, what sense does this make? Like, where else are we going to do this, man? We get kicked out of downtown. We get, like, we're, like, we're just trying to have somewhere. And he's like, I don't know. Just get out of here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I'm just trying to and do the then, same thing they're doing. I'm just using a different toy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, so we we just figured that out. And then probably about a, a year into, like, the Curtis thing, Brooks, like, we got wind somewhere that, Brooks was going to get opened up and like so we're like fuck man we're going to like drive over there and see what's up and they had the forefoot and the big bank like out in the parking lot but like chained up sitting outside That's we're weird. like holy we're like holy shit man like we see them they cleared out the spot the tennis court put it there and we're like dude we totally rode the ramps like chained up like <laughs> we found ways to like mess around with it oh, of course totally riding it and it was like it took him like two months to get all that stuff man like picked it you know built up and everything and we just like were tearing it up we, you know constantly we were just there it was really just that like bank and a four foot quarter right if i remember right is there a ledge there too yeah so like they built a whole like ledge and handrail platform with the vert wall yeah that's right and then they had little little bank to bank that went to the four foot in the bank and there was another six foot quarter beside it then at one point they had a really nice bowl there with like cope like you know pool coping and yeah shit. that was outside the fence right yep, yep yeah that was there yeah. that was there when i was there but we weren't allowed to ride it we were not allowed to ride it man but we fucking always did dude. the locals <laughs> always did and like if people came from out of town to ride it, we were there, we would like totally just be like, all right, we'll go up there all at once and we'll like, we'll just ride it. And like, oh, you know, all of us dudes were like rough, rough kind of, not not like just like bigger dudes and we're like not taking no shit. Like the older skaters would get so mad because we'd be like, dude, you, you're making this uncomfortable. Like we're doing this no matter what, you know? (laughs) deal with it <laughs> and they were just so mad and then like one day they fucking dude dropped his board in while the other guy was riding and like my buddy chris like you know jumped over and was like we're all getting ready to get into this fucking fight and shit and everyone just starts yelling thankfully the skaters backed down you know because <laughs> they were like they must have been in like their later 20s at that time that were really ripping that bowl yeah yeah and they just lost on their own shit and they were so upset. We were like, <laughs> we had that one dude, David Labby, man, and that guy was like six foot six at the time, just the biggest dude you've ever seen. And uh, he was like looking to kick someone's ass. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I know the type. <laughs> and like he would just, we, I don't know, we kind of ruled that park. It was great. But then we got along with all the younger, like all, all of our skater dudes, you know? It was just like the older crowd that didn't, and man, they ended up coming in and taking out the pool coping out of that. Was it because it all messed up, or they just? They were like going to take it and put it 
in this dude Blaze's backyard. And he was like one of the older skateboarders. Okay. And uh, and if I'm not wrong, that ramp is actually still there, and that dude actually still, last I saw, was actually at least taking laps and stuff. You oh, know? no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Is the rest of that park still there? What's that? Is the rest of the park still there? Oh, yeah. Uh, It's still there, and then they did some little DIY stuff and let it roll. And um, it was like a little brine pad. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of little randomness in there. They bought this, like, ramp pack, like, three-stair flat down ramp with a rail on it. (laughs) (laughs) Tech deck park. Yeah, literally. <laughs> they must have paid four hundred dollars for the thing. I don't know, but they they put it in there. It's still there. I don't know how Trey got involved in uh and got us building that spine there. I don't know how why because that was kind of far from even where he lived. I can't even believe that, dude. We went on a fucking trip that week, me and Dylan and somebody else, and dude, we came back and we're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then like. I swear to you, I don't feel like I saw Trey, like, ever again almost after that. Like, fans was shut down, right? Yeah, it shut down not long after, and Trey moved to... Charlotte, right? No, before that, he moved to New York. I think he was living with Crandall in New York for a little while. And then said, fuck it, I'm living in California. And Hell yeah. randomly called me one day, and it was, he was riding with Brian Tarada. And like they were, oh, they man. were like roommates or some shit, and then he's in Charlotte now. He's a cop. <laughs> like, That's that BMX shit that I love. Yeah, right there. Like you could just be anywhere with anyone at any time. And you know how Trey is, man. Like he's so lovable. Like he goes anywhere, he's gonna have a friend. So <laughs> like, yeah, dude. And that was like, I guess where I was going. Like I never even got to thank anyone, dude, because I fucking rode that spine like. That would be like all I would ride at the park certain days, you know? Yeah, it's so Just funny. You and shit. And all of our dudes are like killing it. Like, dude, this is the best fucking ramp. It Ooh. took somebody else, you know, to do it. Well, and we had made some like real shitty ramps. And well, actually, they weren't too bad, but we had a box jump and a hip and a, yeah. like a sub box set up in my mom's yard. Pretty good for building it at like 17. Right. You know? Right. And uh, she let it roll, so we made little, like, dirt jumps and shit to go with it. That's awesome. Well, we had built that exact same spine in my friend Drew's driveway. And oh, I, I rode that God. thing all the time. And uh, it was right down the street from where I grew up. And Trey would come up, and we'd go, like, ride trails or whatever, and he would, like, can we stay at Drew's? <laughs> we'd, all, we'd all crash at Drew's, and him and I would, and LJ, I don't know if you remember my buddy LJ, we would ride that spine all night long. And um, so Trey calls me out of the blue one day and just says, hey, I got permission from this city to build a ramp. I'm going to front all the money. They're going to reimburse me with receipts. How much would it cost to build Drew's spine down here? Oh, my God. And at the time, Drew and I had built probably, no exaggeration, five spines because we were trying yeah. to find the perfect transition for a four foot street spine. Like we were playing with different ideas. Like we did one at a like six that. foot radius, one with a six and a half. We wanted it to be mellow enough that it wasn't crazy hard, but steep enough that you could get a solid peg trick on it and still felt good jumping it. So 
I don't remember what that one ended up. I want to say it was seven and a half, I think was the final, uh, the final number. So, so I had known exactly to the dollar yeah, what, what that would cost. At that point, any, any, anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, like I think when I first built ramps, I was taking this like PVC stick and just kind of like, dude, you hold this in, I'll hold this in. We'll <laughs> make bending a- it. Dude, just doing it, man. Like we didn't know, you know. Like yeah. my dad, like he worked on cars and shit. He didn't know carpenter, you know. So yeah, I didn't yeah. catch that until I was older. But it was funny, man, trying to build shit. Yeah. And we're like, dude, this sucks. There's, there's no YouTube back then either. You just, you just there was not at it. all. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like I said, we but, played with a bunch of transitions, and then so I knew by to the dollar amount uh, how much that ramp would cost. And I want to say at the time with wood prices, it was like three fifty. And uh, to build that ramp. And he was like, all right, come down. When do you want to come down? I was like, well, I'm not doing shit this weekend. And uh, went down f- like on a Friday night, stayed at Trey's. We went and got all the wood Saturday morning, met down there, and we were building the ramp. And I remember I bought like 10 extra two-by-fours because I said, I'm not running the, the two-by-fours across the transition. I said, I'm going to like put a double in because – Oh, this is at shit. a skate park. Like kids are going to Yeah, kids are going to overshoot it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's going to get wet. Like I want this thing to hold up. So I think I did like instead of every like 8 to 10 inches up the transition, I think I went every 6 or every 4 or every 5 something like that. There was a we ro- I rode that spine with no plywood on it. Like I yep. I jumped it with no plywood on it before we put the ply That's on funny. it. It, it was funny. it was actually pretty smooth. Like smoother than the stair set, but <laughs> oh man so it's nerve-wracking but cool to see yeah it was funny i was like those are so close i bet you could ride right up it <laughs> but it i remember getting there like how are we going to bend these transitions like it's like you got to wet the plywood to get the transitions to bend real easy yep and no sooner did i say that it started drizzling and we just laid all four sheets of plywood out or all eight sheets of plywood out and let them get wet in the rain and, yep. we, and we screwed them in real quick, and then we left. We came back Feels the next bad, day. Man. We came back we're the next day. They were bad. curled up. We're like, man, the universe wanted them bent. We cut the end That's off. Right, dude. Yep, we cut the end off and then had a session. And I remember a bunch of the locals there being like, How do, why do we have a spine? Trey <laughs> like, didn't, so didn't tell good. anybody. Nobody asked Trey to do it. We just showed up and fucking built it. Dude, that was so perfect, man, because in – the crazy part is the Stafford County, like I worked for them for a short bit and they're super tight on like what they'll allow there. And like, if they didn't build it, they can't insure it type shit. Yeah. Like I said, I have and, no uh, idea. And I, I plan on doing a podcast with Trey and I'm going to ask him if he ever got paid for, or if that was all him. I, Cause I don't know. I don't know that he ever got paid back. Gave. They even covered it at, with uh metal sheeting at one point. No shit. Like, it became, yeah, like it became like because they did it like a revamp on the park at one point, and uh, they they fucking put this sheet metal down and it was slippery as fuck. And, uh, <laughs> I was working for a painting company at this time, man, and I got this like direct to metal style paint from Sherwin Williams, man, and I fucking came out and just painted all the ramps like. Oh, that's awesome. This this like light blue gray, and it it just stayed that. They even repainted it that color themselves <laughs> later. 
You know, yeah. it was like didn't even realize they like, did it like that. Oh, it's painted gray again. <laughs> yeah, we're like, dudes, we gotta take care of this shit, man. Like, we're riding. We're like, they're not gonna do this. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna come here Tuesday and I'm gonna paint this shit at five and I'm gonna ask all y'all not to ride it. We're like, all right, cool, cool. And like we showed up, like I showed up after work, man, and like I even brought the van in and I was like thinking about spraying it because I had the sprayer and I'm like, yeah. no, 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 that's too much ruckus. I'll just roll it all out real quick. And all the dudes showed up and like instead of like helping me, they just hauled ass and went home. They're like, Oh, park's closed and left. And oh, like, yeah. what a bunch of dicks. <laughs> it took me you know, it didn't take, you know, but it took me about two hours to roll the whole park out real quick yeah. and like kind of hook it up. And uh just it was I don't know, man. We ended up taking care of that park more than the county did. They'll you know, they'll let shit fall apart before they even ever think about it. Yeah, it seems to be, it, it, it's always hard for a county to find funding for kids to have fun. Exactly. I heard they were going to be getting a new skate park by, like, in that same spot, kind of like, um, like a, like an artisan park or, or a grind line or something like okay. that. But uh, I heard they're supposed to be getting that, like, beginning of, like, 22, which, you know, isn't long away, really. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, so we'll see. They'll probably dick around, and it'll be, you know, four more years. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, we don't have the money. We don't have the money. We don't have, if you guys raise the money. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're some bullshit ass, like, they don't, they're like the safest county in America type shit, and that's all they care about. Yeah. Well, it'd be safer if more derelicts weren't out uh, terrorizing the streets on bicycles. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. At a certain point, dude, it's like everyone in town knew all the bike riding dudes and like they were starting to catch on to our games and shit. And like (laughs) it was just like it was kinda crazy, you know. Had a dude run out of a church and be like, Hey Shane, stop doing this to our ledges. I'm gonna call the cops. I have all your information and like I totally like, I was like, holy fuck, this dude, what the fuck, you know, and like believed him, but he probably just had my first name or whatever. Yeah, he, like, trying to scare place. the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, we left it alone for a while, you know. Then we yeah. came back, you know, a couple months later. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't stay away too long, you know. Yeah. Did you guys ride the Vans Park a lot back then? We did, man. Like, um, I think that, uh, I, like, I didn't even realize that that was there, but, like, my mom was, like, going to take us to, like, the outlet stores up there, or, or, or not even outlets, but, like, that mall or whatever to get school supplies. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll, like, get some cool shit or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this is here, you know? <laughs> and, like, I think some of my other, other buddies, like, you know, I started telling everybody, like, really, got to go here or whatever. We'd, like, you know, I totally, I was hyped on it. Like, we went every, like, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday we could, like, yep. just wore it out. Like, that's all we cared about was, like, getting there. And, like, all like, almost all of the dudes in our group would always go, you know. It's, it's insane the amount of dudes that were in that park that are now names in BMX. Yeah, it's it's wild. It produced like so. It was so good, and yeah. like 
everyone like back then the, everyone that we rode with there was like good and there was, like, there was the a cool way. energy in that in the sessions there there was always like yeah. a really good vibe everybody kind of flowed together and there was no like weird blood or any kind of issues like the scenes just all met there and it was all good like i have a lot of fond memories of that building yeah me and me too man me too like i uh, like so many nights there just like eating shit and learning tricks and like <laughs> just shit talking with everybody you know well, there's definitely some taking shit rebel talking. runs <laughs> yeah Taking rebel runs in the big bowl when yep. you weren't supposed to and shit, and like faking wearing pads, shit like that. Yeah, the, the sock, the sock over the elbow thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah. Like Dylan, I remember Dylan one time did that shit, and then like the there was like one like dude that used to work there. He's like this Asian dude, and like he started fucking like. Kind of giving Dylan shit for realizing that he wasn't actually wearing pads. Bill's like maybe nine or something. Yeah, you guys. And I like kids. look across the park and I'm like, what in the fuck, man? You don't fucking get the hell out of here, man. I'll kick your fucking ass. Like talking <laughs> shit to the guy and he's like, he needs to have pads on. I was like, all right, say you're right. Does that fucking deserve you to fucking, you know, I was like going in on the guy, yeah. like trying to punch him. And, uh, <laughs> dude. They just, they had to, like, they had to hate bike night there with just, some like, how rowdy some of us, like, kind of actually got there. Yeah. Not, and, not necessarily me, but, you know, I had my moments or whatever, but that was some a, dudes. We, there was a burly group of dudes in there, man. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I wasn't dude, even like, the biggest dude there, and I'm a pretty big dude. <laughs> like, dude, like, <laughs> it's crazy, too, because they'd be, like, walk-ins, you know, and, like, I don't know. You know the I can't remember. It was like Colin and his brother. Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. yeah like, Jimmy Shite. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, They'd hide their Irish like accents. They, like those two were wild. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so many good memories from yeah. that place. Jimmy used to come up and hang out with us all the time. Like he would come up this way. And uh he was a just a funny son of a bitch. And I remember oh, yeah. we went to a uh they followed us up on a Chenga trip. And um, they had room in that Cherokee that Jimmy used to drive. So I just hopped in with them and drove from Maryland to Ohio with two guys I've only known from the skate park. And uh, I think Colin let his Irish accent slip in front of me. And I was like, what was that? And then <laughs> a few minutes later, Jimmy slipped. And I'm like, are you guys not from here? Like, they both looked at each other and were like, shit. Like, yeah. no, we're from Ireland, and they let their accents come out. And I'm like, why would you hide that? We don't want yeah, the weird questions. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I I kind of, like, recognized it, I guess. I never really even thought about it. I just kind of knew, like, our family has a bunch of Irish, you know, and I was like, ah, I can, can see another one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smell our own. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, those guys are funny as shit. Yeah, I remember those dudes, and, like, obviously Saunders was always there, and, like, like for some reason, like, I didn't see Brad Sims as much, but when you did, it was crazy, you know? He would come with his, who was his cousin, the fast racer? Uh, Mark, Mark Thompson. I know, Mark. I know that. I, I remember watching those dudes, 
and like, but I don't remember his cousin's name at all. Yeah, Mark Thompson was his cousin's name. That dude was fast as shit. But so yeah, they would come maybe once every other week, or they'd only be there on a Sunday night session. But Brad was like fucking two feet tall, like he was a little kid. Uh, yeah, but he would fucking rip. I remember he couldn't tail whip straight, but he could three sixty whip clean to the pedals. I re- yeah, dude, I, I didn't know that, but I remember watching him three whip that like bulldog frame and just like, I'll be like, man, I'm not talking any trash, but that's a weird looking bike, but that yeah. is fucking wild how good and dialed like, you know, it was. Yeah. He couldn't tail yeah. whip straight at all, like, but he could 360 whip clean as could be. <laughs> like, what a fucking, dude, dude. what a kook. <laughs> yeah. Probably like the best like at that point that it, from like that we were riding there on the regular i was like, holy shit like i'm not quite seeing shit like that in person yet you know yeah, what i yeah. mean like damn that is gnarly that's pretty funny it was comical for sure like i'm talking i remember talking to him up on the quarter and we were like i was just getting tail whips kind of dialed in and he's like i can't do them straight i said what do you mean you can't do them straight like you do them on a quarter he goes no nah, i can only do them 360 that makes no oh, fucking sense at all, yeah, Brad. <laughs> he dropped in and did one. I, I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm trying to figure out how it would make sense, but like I can do tail whips, but I don't I haven't really spun any tail whips and I don't know. It just feels like a whole extra thing yeah. bending with it, you know. <laughs> it made it made sense to him somehow. I don't Yeah. I feel like <laughs> if I was gonna learn that trick, it would have to be like a 180 disaster style or something. Yeah, like that's the precursor, right? <laughs> yeah, so you could you could be like, oh, you probably get that. And you're like, all right, now I know how to do it. Yeah. Like, we had this fly out that we would always go to in uh, Richmond and like Pole Green Skate Park. And like one time, I almost got a 180 whip just on a fly out. And I was like so stoked, but yeah. I never actually got one. Like, that'd be so good, you know? I remember getting psyched just landing tail whips. I wasn't even thinking about spinning, spinning anything else. Just like yeah, if I landed dude, a tail whip, was, I was psyched. <laughs> that, dude, that's how I usually was. But we would ride that fly out, dude, and just be trying ridiculous tricks yeah. because it would just send you, and you could just be fucking around like, like anything. Like I remember doing sea grab X ups and yeah, like yeah. no footed X ups and just like whatever. And you're like, why wouldn't I? Do this over anything else and i'm like oh because i don't really dirt jump you know and <laughs> there's not many box jumps around like there's like none know. now yeah i know like yeah like hunt for a box totally what kind of prompted me to try to build one in the backyard because yeah. i did on a fucking box jump man like it's but ridiculous. it is there's there's not enough we need more skate parks that are like you know the old leesburg Yes. I just went to the new one uh, oh two weekends God, ago. What a waste. Yeah. What a waste. That one, like, I don't know if you really call it a hip. It's like a, right when you come in, it's off to the right. And it's kind of like a big hump. It's not like really a quarter. It almost looks yeah. like a clamshell that thing. thing cool. I, I, I was having a blast hitting that thing. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I totally go there and have a great time riding. You just dick around, yeah, but yeah. like it's not like what it used to be. Yeah, like and things have to change, unfortunately. But I get it. 
And I, I get it too, because it was a wood park. It rotted out, you know, so cement makes more sense. But yeah, that, that place all flows to the center, and all the cool lines like run into one another. Yeah. So you get more than oh, ten yeah. or twelve people there that aren't hanging out. Like it could get yep. get fucking dangerous. That's how our little like uh, local park um, was. The rock. They just tore down the, all the wood ramps because they finished up the concrete skate park. And it's like, you know, it's probably like a mile away from me. It's that. Okay. And, uh, like I do the other day, they were like tearing it up and Chad powers got some of the ramps. And I was like, I had no idea that Saturday was going to be my last day. I would have totally like soaked it in, you know, yeah, like yeah. totally upset. And there's like, so much better of a skate park sitting across the way. Is and that I'm that? Like, is like, that like, that park you're always showing clips, or it's like the the ramps are kind of janky looking? It almost looks like a DIY park. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. It looks fun and, as shit, uh, <laughs> dude. It's so good. It's it's been there since like m- maybe like ninety six, seven, eight, right Damn, there. All right. All right. And uh, it all yeah, it was very fucking janky, man. But like. It's like literally right down the street. Like I could, I could ride to it, but I'm not. You know, yeah. I'm get there quick. <laughs> but uh, dude, and like they totally the new style one's very good. They got a spine in it and a bunch of shit. So yeah. like I'm stoked for that too. But then the wooden ramp thing died, and I'm like, God damn it! Miss, I miss one more gone. Yep. There's wooden ramps just have a different feel. Like I love. Don't get me wrong. I love how smooth and fast a concrete park is. But I miss that pop you get from a wooden ramp. Yeah, it's it's something different that like I didn't even appreciate till you know, about five or so years ago and I'm like, it turns out every time we go to a wood skate park, it's the best. Yeah. <laughs> so hell yeah. Ended up buying a house right down the street from one. I'm like, this is nice. <laughs> I did the opposite. We bought a house and I found out later the skate park was a quarter mile away. It's not the best skate park, but it's I, something. It's something. Yeah. It's something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm generally like not too picky for skate park stuff because it's really just like, I'm either like just messing around with Dylan or we're going to yeah. garage street or something. And like, I just want to like mess around, you know? Yeah. I have a very minimalist style of riding now where it doesn't include bunny hopping. So if I can not bunny hop, I had a great session. <laughs> hey, get where you fit in, man. That's, that's cool. I'm saying. That you, get, you get older, man. You get, take what you can get. Yeah. Push it sure. a little. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you now? I'm 38 right now. Oh, yeah. You're catching up, brother. You're catching up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It. I don't feel older in any other sense than I'm beat the fuck up. Yep. <laughs> and uh, uh, that's it, really. Otherwise, I'm still, like, hitting the ground running. Have you ever, Have you ever like, not ridden for a while, or have you been riding the whole time? I've been riding the whole time. Like, well, only time I don't ride is when I'm injured. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Which is frequently, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the longest time I didn't ride was, for nine months, I blew almost my whole, I mean, I guess all my ligaments and I 
I broke my femur and shit at that skate park at Brook. Jesus. And that was that was the longest I'd been out, dude. And I was like freaking out, like, yeah, I gotta get to it, man. This sucks. And like, I started riding a little too early, and I tried to stall the quarter and was totally like, I don't know, shouldn't have been doing that. And I fell, retore my ACL. Ugh. But luckily, it was like just like a minimal amount. They were like, "Well, dude, you're." You're just gonna have to sit still for a little longer. We yeah. there's really no point. And they're like, all right, all right. You know, took off another six weeks. My buddy Jesse tore his ACL like three times, and uh, every time it was like six, eight months off the bike. And yeah. then I tore mine, and uh, I was like, great, here we go. I can't do shit for six to eight months, you know. <laughs> and the doctor was like, now you basically like, you tore it, but you really just kind of stretched it. So you just need to like chill on it. Yeah, I've definitely I've done that once, and that was I was so thankful for yeah. that. Like, I was like, yeah, dude, I will sit. Even though I didn't. <laughs> right. You know, I didn't actually start following through with doctor's orders until late twenties, and I do <laughs> do kind of regret that. Yeah, but you know, it is what it is. I I don't know if that's a dude thing or a a rider thing because I feel skaters are the same have that same mindset where you're not oh. going to tell me what I can and can't do, but we are, oh, yeah. we are insanely stubborn when it comes to being tough. Dude, I can like <laughs> almost forget that I'm hurt. Like I hit Latina up yesterday, just bullshit. And I was like, dude, let's meet up tomorrow night. And I'm like, Oh, I just fucked my hands up. Totally forgot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like I dislocated my finger the other day and it's, still fucked up yeah. and my other palms bruised like <laughs> sorry bud yeah my bad he's, yeah he's like jesus christ i was feeling good in that 10 minutes that i sent that message yeah because <laughs> like it's been a few days but already it only hurts if i like touch it the right way you yeah, know yeah and i'll be like totally just not thinking about it our pain tolerance is definitely way higher i think for sure for sure it's but, funny watching like other sports get hurt and how they handle it and like what we do i'm like is something wrong with us or they just soft like i I think it's a little bit of both (laughs) like i think there's something something might be wrong with us you know if you're doing something professional and you get hurt and you're getting paid you bet you know you kind of got to do it right yeah I, i feel you owe it to the company and yourself you yeah for sure i totally like i totally get that they're they're in a whole different like money bracket or just like i don't even know how to explain it we just like don't give a shit and we're just bmx and it's it's never gonna be like huge huge and even if it is we'll still keep it small style you know the 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 riders will that is you know there's, we'll there's be, a there's a, a plus and a con to to that right like because it, it would be oh, sweet to see sure. professional riders be able to make an actual living and not have to you know work a side job and for more people to have that uh yeah that lifestyle would be great yeah um, like those dudes have to have like five six sponsors to like really actually live and be and, like absolutely crushing it and i don't know how anybody's making a living without like mag- magazine contingencies anymore. Oh like, yeah. What are you getting contingencies on? Like a fucking web edit? Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean 
it's weird. Some companies do do that, but like, you know, they might pay a writer for doing an edit. You yeah, know what yeah I mean? that's different. That's a little different, right? But, yeah, it's like you're not, you know, I can see getting a, you know, winning, winning some shit a bunch, and then like that Felix dude who just got like Nora Cup Rider of the Year yeah, or whatever. He's like, on fire. He's just doing it, you know, doing every like every day, like doing everything, and like that's what it takes. You know, you're he like, won. He won X Game Street too, right? I think so. Yeah, he's he was fucking ripping. Yeah, dude, like that's like a whole different mentality. Like I'm not even built like that. <laughs> I don't think anybody. You know is, what I mean? Dude. Like I'm not. I'm like the least competitive person you've ever met. Like I don't. Like I have my own goals for myself and shit, and like, but it's not like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's wild to watch. Is that know? why you've never? I mean, you've you've been sponsored, but you've never. You seem like the guy that's never really pushed for that. It just kind of happens to you. No, I mean, I'm I'm like everybody else. Like I, you know, you always want it. If you were a bike rider, there's some point in your life where you're like, yo, like that would be so cool. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, and then like, it just like, it turned out like I'm still riding, and like I'm like this that won't happen at all. You know what I mean? Like. I'm not that great. Like, it's like at this point. And then, like, I remember, like, we just were doing things. Like, we went up to the Animal Jam just for whatever. We rode up there. We met Steve. And then, like, me, uh, me, Dill, and Steve loosely moved to Richmond at the same time. And okay. like, he asked Dill, like, he's like, you know, you want to put Dill on? And I'm like, smart move. Like, he's fucking, like, all around good, you know, whatever course i'm gonna that's cool you know yeah and he he gives dill a bike you know and that's at the same time they started doing those customs so i just ordered one because i was like holy shit like i'm kind of a bike nerd so all that spec <laughs> stuff is cool to me and i'm, yeah, I'm gonna get sure. a custom you know yep and, and then like i don't know just it ended up working that he was giving us both stuff and we just ended up you know a thing on like like not really on FBM because it's for or Dylan for sure was and I was just like he would hook me up and like but also take me on trips and do like all the cool shit you know and I just like wasn't going away and <laughs> it was like I can't tell where I'm at and I don't really care either you know because it's just bike riding and like doesn't matter but like at the same time we were like in contact with Matt and same thing dill got on profile first and then like matt kind of recognized like what we were doing and then he started hooking me up and yeah it's cool like that became like a legit thing so we've been with profile for 10 or so years now oh yeah and uh i don't know it's I, i'm still not like i just went on this gt trip and i was like holy shit like my mindset is totally not like professional I have, to like, <laughs> I have to like step it up or whatever yeah. you know what i mean which is cool like i need you know i'm i'm the kind of dude that could like use a push you know what i'm saying yeah i like, got you i'll do some shit but like if somebody else is shredding and everyone's having a good time i'll just be bullshitting like stoked for whoever's yeah. really getting at it you know let, let them shred 
I don't need to tell. Yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah, dude, because I have my <laughs> moments, you know, and like I go off and or whatever, and then I just like to fuck around because I'm kind of like a weird social, like I don't know. I'm like, uh, what what are they? Uh, extroverted, introvert, yeah, extrovert, yeah. Like I like only talk to the bike dudes, you know, <laughs> and my wife. Everybody else can fuck like, off. <laughs> yeah, every other time I'm trying to go home. Like that's it. <laughs> no, I get that. So how the how the GT th- thing come about? Well, like, uh, so Dylan and I, like, you know, it's FBM kind of came to an end, and yeah. like Dylan's like was like kind of loosely like it, it it that shit really like affected us kind of hard because like we were Close we were Steve. there through like where it was fucking great we watched it go down you know yeah and it was a little hurtful so it was like that's it dude we don't we don't even want to be a part of like anything else like that's like heavy you know yeah and uh i don't know dylan started talking one day he's like man like i feel like I want to like do some shit and I'm like, yeah, dude, like me too. Like I get it. And you know, we had, had uh, already talked, like we already knew like Ben Ward a little bit. We knew Jeff Z a little bit, been on some trips and stuff and like totally like, you know, started talking to them and it was going to be basically what I'm in my mind, like kind of like still, you know, cause DT so like, they're like top tier, you know what I mean? Yeah, especially now. And they, I was they like, seem like they're really doing a lot of great things. They are, and they've always had like really good riders mm-hmm. and like whatever, you know. And it's like I'm like, dude, I'm not, you know, you know, I'm like, I'm like, that's not me or whatever. Like that would be really <laughs> awesome, but I don't know if I'm cut out for that kind of shit. And like, like Dylan ended up talking to him, and then they were like, "Well, what's your brother doing?" They're like, like oh shit hell yeah and then you know we kind of had our separate talks with both jeff and and ben and like i just told him i was like man i like i do what i do like i just ride and i work and like riding is like 100 percent of my focus but i don't do contests and like i'm kind of a spot rider like all these like things and they're like oh no like that doesn't even matter like we just be stoked and you know we were like you know, it ended up working out. That's awesome. And it uh, looks like there's, I don't know, it's pretty cool because our buddy Dan's on there and, like, BK and, like. Yeah. I love that dude, like, Raddy Matty. He seems like an awesome son of a bitch. That dude is fucking gnarly, yeah. like, all the way around. I've never met him. Like, I listened to that podcast or whatnot, and I was like, holy shit, this dude's, like, wild, and, you know. And then, you know, you kind of meet him, and you're like, oh, I get it. Oh, yeah, I see <laughs> Fuck yeah, you know. Is he like that he positive all the time? Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty, That I mean, that's him. That's awesome. Like, like, I went back and listened to the podcast, and I was like, damn, dude, he's like, no different in that podcast than he is in real life. Like, that, that's like, you know. I, I, I messaged him, after I listened to that podcast too, and I messaged him and was like, hey man, like, I knew a little bit about you before, but I listened to that and I loved how honest and open you were. And I was like, it was really cool, man. I'm a, you got a fan now. And he was like, he, he's he been hitting me up saying how thankful that was and how much it meant to him. And I, I, I believed that shit when he wrote it. And yeah. Like, I, I think he meant it when he said it too, fuck, man. Like he, he's like definitely quirky, like, you know, and got 
got some wild shit, which is why, you yeah. know, I appreciate that. We're right. all, and I'm like, that's cool, man. He just like, that's him. And he's like, you know, some people kind of like, you know, kind of act different around certain scenarios, put on this thing or whatever. Or, yeah. Put on a front or act, act like a jackass. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm the opposite, dude. I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty level. You're gonna, I'm the same all the time, mostly. <laughs> how but, was, uh, how yeah. was that uh, trip in Louisville? It looked fun. That place looked dope. The distillery. Oh man, that place is the best. Like everyone shred. Like it's crazy because uh, we got off of work. Me and Dylan got off of work. We left Richmond six o'clock. We got there like, hey, two, three a.m. Okay. We went to the hotel. We slept. We were like, we just got up with the rest of the dudes that were already there, like Dan and BK and uh, Fudger was there, and then you know Maddie. And we're like, fuck it, we'll get up. So we got, <laughs> you know, we got to the source real early, started riding, and I'm like riding the spot. And I'm like, hell yeah, this this place is like, there's a bunch of shit here I can mess with that's like different, and cool than what most people would do here. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I grab Fudger. I'm like, hey, man, can I film this? Like, I'm going to do this, like, line on the flat rail to this, to this, or whatever. Second try in, I, like, fall back. Man, I get up, like, my left finger sideways, like, dislocated. Uh, and my, like, palm is so bruised. It's, like, shaking and shit. Uh, like, God damn it. I didn't even know at first my finger was dislocated, but like I started looking at people that were like looking at me. <laughs> and I looked down, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and it's like my ring finger, you know, and I, I got my ring on because once I put that thing on, it had been stuck on my finger since. Right, right, right. I hadn't been able to get it off and uh, I ended up having to cut it off. Oh, no. Yeah, so it's like you popped the. We popped it back in place, and I was like, I'm not cutting this ring off yet, dude. I don't know. It might it might be all right, you know? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I woke up the next morning, and, like, the ring was cutting off circulation. And my uh, finger felt like it was going to pop. I was like, still, dude, let's go out to the rodeo right now, man. Get you, get you, guy. We got to cut this off. He totally cut it off, man. And, like, at one point, it twisted my finger, dude. Uh, and I'm like. I've never, like, I didn't know I was crying, but I was like, oh, my God, I'm crying. <laughs> like, that hurt so fucking bad. Like, he's oh. like, dude, your, your eyes are tearing up. I've never seen that before. That's fucking <laughs> that brutal. Kind of, yeah, and, like, I ended up missing the whole trip, just, like, hanging out with everybody, but not really riding. But uh, everyone fucking killed it, man. That's awesome. It was perfect. Louisville's nice. Those dudes went out and rode street like Saturday. I ended up having to stay in the hotel because both of my hands, I couldn't even move them. Like, Just because of dude, the swelling? Yeah, they yeah, were going sucks. to some like real like cutty spots. And I was like, I'm not trying to like hold y'all back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually need that. So I just kind of hung out in the hotel all, all day long. And uh, those dudes came back. And we all went out to dinner and I ended up going to the Louisville park with them and like trying to film them, you know? Yeah. yeah. I was like dropping the phone cause I can't even hold it. <laughs> like, I can't do shit. I'm, I'm useless on, on this trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Cause they kept cracking on me like your zipper's down. I'm like, I know I can't put it up. <laughs> I keep going to the bathroom. 
like I just leave the zipper down. I left my pants unbuttoned and I just like tight my belt, you know? <laughs> We're just around dudes in a warehouse or right. whatnot. And uh it was just so funny just to be there like in that state. But I was in good spirits, but I was definitely like, God damn it. <laughs> First trip on GT and second trick in, right? <laughs> yeah, and they're like totally hooking it up and I'm like they're like they're totally cool about it too. Like, don't you worry about it, man. Just hang out or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know, man. But also, here's all this good shit to ride that, and everyone's like throwing down, and it was like a total good session. I was like, just motherfucker, yeah, it's like nice. to myself, kind of. Were they uh, were they filming for like a GT promotion <clears throat> thing, or was it an RB- RBMX thing? Um. I'm not sure exactly what it's going to be yet, but I know that that, you know, because Source is a distribution. They, yeah. Everything they distribute their product-wise, like, like they want, like, a team to come through and, like, ride that. Okay. Like, you, so there was, like, a couple little things, like, there to do, like, they played, like, a dart game, and you threw it at a spot. And then you'd have to like do a trick on the spot. I got you. And I'd be for source or whatever. And then I don't know. It was it was like a whole thing. I think I didn't pay attention as much because I was actually mostly in pain. Just like <laughs> fuck, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I I know like Nathan and Dakota went like Nathan Williams, Dakota Rose dudes went there like just earlier. You know, everyone was dropping through there. Just while we were there, like, like, so many, like, heavies showed up. Like, Tony Nair showed up. Like, Jimmy LeVan works there. Like, Keith Trainer work. You know, he's running stuff, it seems. And then, like, Creasy. Like, I don't know. It's just, just wild. Legends like, run the source is what you're telling me. Yeah. And then you're, like, the little, you know, the young dude comes out. And you're, like, holy fuck, man. Like, I'm standing here with Jimmy LeVan. Like, right. <laughs> We're smoking a blunt right now. This is crazy. Like, <laughs> and he, this wild. Oh shit! He'll just walk through the door. Oh shit! Oh shit! What's going on, with me? What's happening? Yeah, but it's pretty. It was a wild experience, man. I was very, very stoked to be a part of it. Either way, you know. That's cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hopefully, I can. It's just fingers, so I'm feeling like I'll be able to ride pretty soon again. I already can't wait. Yeah, is the swelling gone down and everything? Um, it. Yes and no. <laughs> My knuckles still fat as hell, but <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I'll, I've been working on. It. I've actually been icing and stuff, which usually isn't a strong suit of mine. But you know, like we were saying earlier. <laughs> We yeah. got to do that shit now. We're old. Yeah, you're not going to the doctor either, are you? No, not at all. <laughs> actually, actually, funny enough, Dylan, uh, he went to do like a half cab off of something, and he jumped off. The bike hit the ground, bounced back up. The peg hit him in his knee. He split his leg open. We go to the doctor, and I'm, I'm fucked up in the doctor's office. And I'm like, I'm not doing it, dude. I'm not. <laughs> You were already it's there. Yeah, it's just fingers. I knew I bruised my palm. I knew that my finger was dislocated. I knew it was back in socket. 
And uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing it. Dude, we'll be here another couple hours. And like, Bill's just getting stitches. Like, we'll be in and out. Like, <laughs> it goes back to it that is, thing but... we said about being hard headed, about being tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the right injury, I would, but fingers are one of those things. Like, I don't know. Like, you ride, you, you break your fingers. Like, I've not, like, ever, almost all of my fingers have been messed up at one point or another i've uh, so i kind of understand them a little and i'm like i'm not gonna do that dude. i don't just i don't think them. there's a finger on my right hand that hasn't been jammed at least once missing a bar spin or yeah spinning, oh, the, yeah. spinning the bars into my right hand i got a greater chance of winning the lottery than actually straightening my fingers out anymore <laughs> <laughs> they're just permanently like they're just i don't know they're like I just hold a drill and handlebars. That's it. Like <laughs> carpal tunnel is gonna gonna affect you in a couple of years. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it does now. But fuck it, <laughs> keep on getting it. I, I do do all, like all the vitamins. I do try and like you know I eat pretty healthy now. It's a little different. Try yeah, and yeah. take care of myself for the so I can keep getting it. You know. Yeah, I I think the worst thing I ever did was stop riding entirely because that gave uh, my joints time to start to try to heal, and I think yep. I think that made them worse because uh, I'm definitely yeah, more I stiff. See that? I could totally see that. Like that's that's like you could talk to like Matt Copeland. He always be like, man, like if you never stop, it never changes. Yep. And so it's like you just kind of. I don't know anything different, but I can't imagine stopping right now would feel too good for the next five years. It feels, I'll tell you, it feels great when you first stop. Yeah. But then over the next few years after, that's when yeah. it all, everything starts to tighten up, stiffen up. Um, you know, I don't know if it's scar tissue. I'm not sure what the hell, but my knees were like, to the point where I, I was an auto mechanic and getting down to set a lift, I would have to grab onto the door to get myself back up. Oh, man. And I was 36. Uh, <laughs> like, I know that. I know that. And it's like, uh, man, I, dude, I, I, that's one of the reasons I did, like, uh, like, I'll do some stretching and shit. Like, there was a few years where I would actually, like, practice some you know yoga poses i wouldn't say i'm doing yoga but i would definitely like you know do the holds or whatever oh yeah it had definitely definitely helped out like i kind of figured out that i had like the uh the whole like gluten intolerance crap but for real and uh when i figured that out like lost a bunch of weight and like at that same time just trying to get healthy it was like oh shit dude i already feel much better and yeah. like it just helped riding out a, a ton for that. And like, I used to have a ton of knee pain, but I think, you know, just being, you know, having less of me there is definitely helping out on the knees. Oh, and that's, that's definitely anytime you lose weight, your knees feel it. Drastically. For sure. Yeah. Like, man, like you don't even, it's crazy. And I'm like, all right, all right. Now that I, now that I've felt that, I really believe it. Like I'm on like, I'm just going to, do my best to like keep keeping that good state so yep. that riding feels good and you know nothing nothing gets in the way of that i guess 
Yeah, well, I feel like if your writing feels good, the rest of your life settles itself out to to an extent. Because uh, for most of us, especially as you get older, writing is the only time you're going to get into, like, I don't want to say extreme, but, like, weird body positions and odd shapes and bending your knee a lot, using your legs, using your arms all the whole time, right? Oh, yeah. That's our exercise regimen. Like, I don't care what you do for work. Like, you're not working all of that simultaneously like you do riding. So I feel Mm-mm. like if, if you feel really good at that, like physically feel good, like the rest of your life will just kind of sort itself out. Yeah. You're, you're not wrong. Man. You're not wrong. It, it, it helps every scenario in the rest of your life. I can tell you that. Yeah. I, uh, it already put you in a weird, you know, a weird predicament early in your life. And you learned how to like, handle that shit because you ran into weird situations like you know what i mean 100 percent. you're not only more way too young and you're like oh shit here yeah, we go yeah i'm in a sketchy ass part of town <laughs> like, <laughs> i i think riding yeah. makes you not only physically tough but like mentally tough too um, oh yeah because oh, yeah. you're you're constantly at, at battle with yourself and you're yep um for lack of a better word, like your uh, self-preservation, yeah, uh, overcoming that is uh, it definitely makes you a hard ass for sure. It uh, does, man. Like, I feel I'm like I have it in my mind that like I think if you ride BMX, whether you know it or not, like you could like actually kick someone's ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're like you like it just oh it just makes you tougher. Yeah, not only can no, you take a no punch. Other pers- <laughs> yeah, no other person's going to throw you on the ground like your bike's going to. Right. I yeah. remember I, yeah. I got into it with a guy at a bar one time. Uh, this is in my early 20s. And he was like, I'm going to kick your ass. And I was like, I guarantee you, you don't hit harder than a concrete dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I've fallen down harder than you're going to, what any damage you're going to do to me. Like, I've, oh, I've done yeah. it to myself. So come on, bring it on. Oh. Fuck shit up right here, dude. You know. and then, like, I don't know. I've had some friends that are, like, just crazy enough to be like, yeah, go ahead and hit me first. Cut yeah. me off. You know what I mean? Like, almost wanted it first. So they, you know, would be like, it's just funny, man. Yeah, hear, really that, hear that ringing in your ears and it just fires you up. Oh, yeah. Nothing like yeah, getting your bell dude. rung for a fucking first hit in. <laughs> Dude, fuck somebody's day up. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've definitely had that when I was younger. You were like, "Oh shit, that's the only one of those that needs to happen." I better get in there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your uh, your stance on wearing a helmet now? Are you? Are you? Because GT makes you guys when you're filming stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, man. They'll, they, you know, they're obviously a, more of a corporate thing, so yeah. they're they. They have to have that, and I don't know, like, I didn't, I went to Woodward, and I wore that helmet the whole time, and, like, Dylan had already been wearing a helmet for a while now, yeah. like, he cracked his dome, and he was like, that's it, dude, like, I gotta, I gotta be wearing a helmet, and yeah. I'm all, like, all the hard-headed shit, but <laughs> I waited, and, you know, I rode Woodward, and I just had it in my mind, I was like, Man, I might start wearing a helmet like unsolicited to anything with gt but then like i came back and wrote we wrote a little bit gt hold on one second yeah man stop growling at me dude he's trying to play ball i'm on the phone (laughs) 
But, uh, yeah, the GT thing happened, so I was like, yeah, shit, I have no problem wearing a helmet, dude. I'm a little older now. Like, I, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, there, I'm not going to, you know, it, it just over to do that. I think ever, I think we should, but I'm not going to ever tell, it, you know, anyone anything about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I did it for so long without it. I've hit my head many times and still not wore a helmet. Yeah, and now I'm like, well, I hate to do this, but we got a house now, why all this shit? People still, you know, we're all maybe we ought to tighten up a little. Wearing a helmet's a good thing, you know. It, you know, it's one of those things. Like they're they're more comfortable now than they used to be. They really and are. I feel like it's a little added protection. Like, um, yeah, it is, man. I remember back in the day, like. I had one protect helmet and it fit really good until it didn't. <laughs> and then that was it. Yep. And then like I ended up buying a new helmet to go to one of the Virginia beach reunion jams. And I was like, it fit really, really well. And I was like, Oh shit. Hell yeah. And then I didn't really wear it for too much unless I had to. Yeah. And then that's like the one that I have now that like, dude, it fits perfect. Like it doesn't move around on my head. Like that's like the whole thing. You don't want to, you don't want to feel like fined or any weird shit like that. Yeah, I don't, but, I don't like when they shake either. Like if they move up and down on your head, like it, it'll drive me insane. Yeah, like you don't want them too tight, but they can't be moving around. Yeah. Like this one's like, all right. So it, it made it a lot easier, you know? It's like no big deal. Like I almost don't even notice it anymore. Yep. I'm still wearing it when I'm not riding. Oh, but you know, it's like. <laughs> I realized I got my truck the other day to come home from the park. I still had my helmet on. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I should probably take this off. <laughs> yeah. It just, it just becomes second nature. Yeah. You know? I, uh, I got back on the bike, and we were riding at Charm, and I went to do a bar spin, and I looped out, and I had one of those uh, Bucky Lassick helmets. And you Oh, know, yeah. That helmet, that helmet says, like, it's basically just for show. And uh, yep. I rung my bell hard and full kaleidoscope vision couldn't see shit my buddy comes over to me and asks if i was okay and i tried to say yeah i'm fine i just hit my head but mush came out of my mouth like i could not structure a sentence together and i had to use hand signals to tell him i was all right and he helped me over to like a little chair on the deck and it was probably about 10 to 15 minutes before i could see again and I was like, you know what? Oh, I need a better helmet if I'm going to do this shit because I'm not good enough to not fall and hit my head anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, <laughs> it totally makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's a good thing. It's, it is. I, I, I love, like, the old, like, you know, four-peg, breakless street-style shit. And those dudes, you know, it's like a thing, like, you can't be street and wear a helmet, you know, that whole kind of thing. And I yeah. think maybe even as kids, we might have even put that on ourselves because that's what they were doing. Yeah. We 100%. It, it, you only wore a skate park if someone made, or a helmet. I mean, at a skate park because someone made you. I yeah, I, yeah. I almost never wore a helmet at the trails. It, you know, we were put, like we were just talking earlier, we used to put socks, cut up socks over our elbows instead of elbow pads at Vans. Yeah. Like, uh, we did, didn't want to fucking wear that did shit. You have, 
Didn't you have the uh, baseball socks with the lines in them and shit? At I, yeah, yeah, I had those I way almost. That. Absolutely. <laughs> that was funny. ringer socks, like, yeah. That's a great idea, man. Like, <laughs> oh, like I got real, like, I'm not going to, those dudes are doing that. I'm not wearing my fucking, I'm going to do that same thing, dude. I think like uh, we were just finding the anything cover up we could just to make it look like yeah. we had pads on. Trey used to put on these like his were like volleyball like elbow pads. They were literally just a neoprene sleeve. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude. I'm like what the, they let you in with that? <laughs> dude, totally, totally. The only thing I ever really wore was shin guards. Like I like to uh, do a lot of crank flip stuff and ride metal pedals still. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, shin guards are a must because I'm not riding plastic pedals and metals, you know, they don't feel good. At all. Plastics don't feel good either. I'll be honest with you. I have plastics. They hit just as hard. but They, they hit as hard, but I feel like they don't lacerate you. like a Yeah, metal, they don't have pedal. pins to rip your skin open. Yeah. It's just a blunt, like, rough hit. Yeah, you, you get know? the bruising of your shin, but you don't get the cut. Yeah. I'm worried about and that's, you know, I'm like, I got, I, even right now, I'm like, I got some G-form ones and I'm like, I have to get better ones because I keep hitting everywhere that there's not a pad, you know? <laughs> yeah, I got, I used to have an old pair of shadow knee pads that were awesome. Like go, the neoprene brace with like a cap underneath. And, yeah. Uh, they're amazing. And they, they're, you know, they're shit. When did Vans close? Cause I was, I was wearing them when Vans was open. And they're just now starting to fall apart. So I got newer shadow ones and they're just not the same. They're not as robust as they used to be. And I'm almost scared yeah. to fall. I mean, I still wear them because I need the neoprene uh, compression to like hold my knees together. Yep. But I'm not, I would be real hard pressed to like try anything on like a big ramp and think I can fall I'm to gonna, my knee and be okay. I'm going to go right back to the, the poor boy ones or the old lizard skins, you know? Just Hell yeah! Fully protected, dude. Fuck it. Those poor boy ones were like a quarter inch thick by themselves dude, before you had, the pad. You had to wear baggy pants. Yeah, like. <laughs> and I still wear baggy pants because I'm a big dude and I don't. I'm stuck in the '90s, but you know, yeah. Like I don't know I how some that. of these guys wear that tight shit and still get pads on. I, I it's crazy, man. Just because of like the old like rock and roll hair shit i love the whole tight pants thing even though i never like wore the tightest pants i would still like i still wear like i think tighter than normal pants and it's like not ridiculous looking but it's like i liked it but now i'm like oh yeah we have to get pads under so been trying to rock some loose more loose pants you know especially by the time you put some thermals on and stuff and like you got to have room. Yeah. What do you need thermals if you're putting pads on, man? The, the pads are your thermals. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> we, like, try and go out and have a real stash at 35 degrees, and I'm like, dude, like, get me some more clothes. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I will, I will literally go out in the coldest weather before I sit at home, but I'll just be like, God damn it. You know, yeah. like, get me more clothes. I'll be... So pissing and moaning the whole time, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm out there, but I'm definitely complaining and, act, and acting like I'm not happy, but couldn't be happier. Like, yeah, I know, I know what yeah. you mean. 
And it was like, one time I put on two pair of thermals, I was like, all right, that's too much. That's too much. I, uh, now I'm all like, <laughs> I try to go ride every year on my birthday and it's right before Christmas and it's always like just so fucking cold. And by the time I get home from work, it's like getting ready to be dark. So it's ultra cold and windy. I'm like, why do I do this to myself? But I, there's nowhere else I'd rather be at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I may be freezing and hurting, but I'm, I'm loving every minute of it too. Like when we lived in Fred, we'd always ride like Christmas day and then like get into the park on, like after we moved, we'd always go back to Brooks on Christmas day. It was empty and like just ride it. Yeah. Is this because, and it's always super ass cold. You're like, fuck it, man. This is the best. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. You got any uh, any plans coming up, man? Any big trips or anything? Um, always. And uh, I, I have a, I don't know. I don't keep track too well until about the month coming up. But we definitely, I know we're going to be doing Swamp Fest is coming back up. DT is going to do a 50-year like thing there. Oh, cool. Very and cool. And then also Matt and Profile. So we'll be down there. But and then trying to do a few trips through here and there but we're all i mean we always do some shit there's always shit that pops off last yeah, yeah. second like i don't know we like to do, go south you know during the winter so we always ride north carolina like any given area of north carolina because it seems to be always at least 15 degrees warmer down there right so we go down there we got a bunch of buddies and just you know whatever we have to do to keep it going hell yeah man that's awesome yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you wanna you wanna thank anybody or give anybody some shout outs besides your brother because you've already shouted him him out enough. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna give a shout out to Dylan Leaper for carrying me through to this 38 years. Uh, no man, just everyone that I'm fucking ridden with or in our group. You know, and it's like, if they're hearing this, they know who it is. And it's definitely thanks to Matt at Profile and, you know, Steve and, like, Ben and Jeff at GT. But, I don't know, mostly just everyone that just kept me stoked on BMX, like, over the years. It's it's wild to see how the sport has progressed, and it, it definitely encourages me to keep going, so... I don't know. Yeah, you've definitely you you, you've definitely <laughs> ridden in a time where you've seen a huge progression curve and a, a, a drastic change in the sport. Yeah. So yeah, uh, like that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool to think about. It is, man. There's been a bunch of different shit going on the last since I've been riding, and it's like there's room for all of it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it's all good. Everybody so, should everybody should learn to ride everything. Oh, I I think that too, man. I think that too. Like, I do. I I do want to jump more dirt, and I'm always like talking myself up to it. And I'm like, dude, every time I jump something, I get mad fucked up. Like, <laughs> you're going so fast that I'm like, oh my god, you know. And then, but don't you have brakes? Like, huh? Don't you have brakes? I do, but like. I don't think they matter sometimes. Like they, <laughs> they definitely would, but like my problems is in the air, not on the ground. So I don't know, but <laughs> I'm gonna, man, you're like, you're going to see some, 
some dirt footage for me soon. Hell yeah. And it'll be like, oh, like, that matters, because that's a big deal to me, you know? Hell yeah. Any but, any dirt, anytime I see people riding dirt, I watch it. Like, I watch those clips. So I, cool. I miss it's... dirt so much, and I'm so scared. Shout out to Denny Ward. He tries to get me to come out the Beltway Trails all the time, and I am a scaredy Denny cat. Denny Ward. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, dude. Is that dude, like, 50 now? No, nah, man. Denny's younger than me. Uh, He's probably... I work with this... He's about your I age. With, I work with this dude, Denny, man, and he was older, but it was back in the day, and I ain't seen him for a while, but he was definitely, like, a trail dude. Yeah, like, you know, I worked with him at, like, the bike shop. He was... Probably a, probably when I was 16, 17 working at the bike shop, he was probably like 30, you know? Yeah, he's probably about four or five years younger than me. So he's he's definitely about your age now. Uh, Baltimore dude. Grew up outside of Baltimore City. Uh, I feel like I, as soon as we hang up, I'm going to know who you're talking about. But yeah. he, was, was, uh, like, he, he was funny, man. He used to be like a skate park ripper and would do like flip whips and shit. And now he's known as like the trail guy that hardly does any fucking tricks. <laughs> oh, oh yeah 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 <laughs> he would ride charm around he would ride charm all the time back yep. in the day and lands down and stuff and any any baltimore scene video there's probably a denny clipper too because oh, he could man. he could fucking rip he still rips trails but like he yeah, had, yeah, he, yeah. he had a trick bag that was extensive like denny fucking rules i love that so guy but now he's chilling he does I mean, he just is, he's just know, roasting the trails and digging all the time that's progression of your own. Yeah. You know, and in my in my mind, like you don't always gotta be doing like what you did. As long as you're stoked on like what you're doing, that's you know, that's the shit that matters. That that's a hard pill for some people to swallow. I, I've struggled with it. Uh, because yeah. I, I still feel like I oh, should be I'm able not to do that's easy. I, I still feel like I should be able to do everything because I know how, but uh I did yeah. a I did a a half untweaked turndown today, and I could not have been more excited. <laughs> I bet I've never been able to do that trick, dude. I don't know. I I can make all the excuses in the world, but it just like when you, when I'm trying to make that motion, like nothing happens. Yeah, I just need to <laughs> so straighten my like, legs a little more, and I, I'll have it like Chris Doyle. Like, watch out, Doyle, I'm coming. I actually think you posted that clip just a few minutes before we started talking. Yeah, right? about a half hour. Yeah. Yeah, that was all that. That was, that was sick. That like, was earlier today. Yeah, that is sick. I would definitely ride that spot too. Like that's like you could you could get down. You know, it's a Lansdowne is a weird, uh, it's a weird place. Um, but if you ride there, definitely yeah. give me a call because I used to ride there with Forney all the time, and he showed me yep. a lot of like the lines to hit that place. And it's it's a unique spot, but it it's a lot of fun if you're open minded. We rode it once for like an hour and then we showed up one time in the bus and then the guy that worked there followed us in and was like, what are y'all doing? Get out of here. You're like, you're riding bikes? Nope. <laughs> you know? Oh, uh, that was pretty, yeah. They shut it down for bikes for a while because um, when they put the fence up and everything, um, but nobody's even there anymore. They just opened the gate and leave. So it's, it's a kind yeah, of free for all again. People having clips on that, man. Yeah. It's like, we were in Baltimore the other day and didn't even go there. You know, it's like Bruce and Alley's all day yeah. well there's some great alleys in baltimore too the best <laughs> well next time you come up man give me a call yeah next time you yeah. come up to baltimore man give me a call whether i'm I, busy or not i will i will all right man well we could keep going forever 
Yeah, we could, but uh, we're at an hour and some change now, and I think people are bored of us already. I'm sure of that. <laughs> you know that. I appreciate you taking the time, brother. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate you. Thank All you right. again. Yeah, man, absolutely. Talk to you soon. Later on. Bye.